Is there a weight limit for guys up here? No, no, no. So we just feel Casey like up here with the four figures of us. Oh yeah, and Casey's all muscle, right? So Casey's all muscle now. He's a fucking, he's a man. <laughs> I was, uh, I was playing against him in soccer, and I just, I had no idea. Like he had no idea. We just started playing, right? So the fucking guy starts cussing yeah, me out. Right? He's like, "Is it y'all gonna let that guy run on you?" <laughs> you gonna let that guy run on you? And then so as soon as I made my run and I get closer, he notices me. So he backs off the shit talking. He's like, "Oh, metaphors, what's up, man? <laughs> all right, all right, well, just watch him, watch him." <laughs> Start giving me my respect, you know, just just because he knew me, you know. Yeah, we were. Setup you guys got here. This is the home, man. This is where we do our damage. Mm, you feel the dreams right here, man. Well, the D-pad album was recorded here. The this thing, album. this thing reminds me of like a treehouse. <laughs> hey Jay, this 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 place remind like this place up here reminds me of a treehouse that like you have as a dream as a kid, but it never <laughs> really it never really happens. Like you tell your father. I'd like a place one day that has two levels, <laughs> chairs up on top. What he gets you is an actual just like piece of wood on like a danky platform. That yeah, and your, and your father's like, yeah, yeah, I'll build that for you, son. It never, never comes around. Never to happens. Just so like ne that, never that, makes his way. Like that trip to Disney World. Okay, I'm. You're so muffled. It's unbelievable. Who me? Yeah. Okay. Well, Mo says I'm muffled, but that could be his <laughs> earphones. But it could be the fact that I'm muffled. I don't know. I do talk a little low. I swear to God, being around you two, man, it's like you guys are transcended in time. Like, you don't age. Like, <laughs> you guys don't age. What the fuck? Like, I'm not even, like, you physically look the same. You physically, like, I didn't even think that's possible. Nice. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> they say black don't crack. He looks like he's 10 years older. Hey. <laughs> he looks like he's 10 years old. Y'all look the same. What no, the fuck? you too, man. You look yeah, all right. <laughs> you look great, dude. You I, don't, do look I don't look great. I don't feel great. I'll tell you that much, but it's okay. Thank you. I'll take the compliment. All right. <laughs> this guy. Please don't feel like it was necessary for you to give me a compliment on that. Cause, no, uh, no, but that's a, when I roll up. When you're fucking thank you very much, man. I feel like one of those ladies, you know, like, I, after two kids, I look great. Thank you. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Nice. You woke up like that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't spoken to you since your second one, man. Yeah, you know, it was fucking, like, the second one, like, came and kind of just, like, there was no fanfare. You know what I mean? Yeah. The first <laughs> one got all the hype, you know? Yeah. Second one, it was just, like, people yeah. now see me, like, like, yo, man, how's your kid? I'm like, oh, I got two. They're like, oh. I didn't see it on on Facebook. I didn't see it on Instagram. I was like, yeah, man, no fanfare for the second. No one, love. You know? Just, you know. It's, it's kind of like hit. it's kind of like a bad album. Like it just flopped. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like the purists, yeah. like the purists will appreciate the yeah. second child. You know, <laughs> the real fans. The real fans that? are like, yo, that second child is legit. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I love track three on that second child. Dude. Yeah, what a great addition to the family that second <laughs> oh, child was. Snap. You know what I mean? The catalog. <laughs> so. it's, it was written. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was after, Ilmatic. after Ilmatic, after yeah. Ilmatic, yeah, that second written. one was getting no light, man. That yeah. second one was wow. getting no shine. I like the second okay. one better, actually. <laughs> yeah, we good? We're talking about the album still. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we good? <laughs> Yo, so it's legendary today. Why? We got our our man. Yeah, we do have Mo the Meta. man Mo Meta in here today. Yeah. Have What's you up, done boys? a podcast before? 
Uh, no, I have not. I have to say, oh, I have not. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, first podcast. He's one part rapper, one part mentor. Yep. In life and in music. Yep. <laughs> his, from the time that we spent with him, his uh, on field and off field antics have <laughs> yeah, been pretty good. Or some classic stuff. Legendary status. Yeah. Yeah. Mo Meta. What's up? I yeah, gotta say, can we refer to you as metaphors for this episode. Uh, you can refer to me as anything, man. Mo Meta. Anybody who calls me metaphors, I know there's some blood lineage right there. Like if somebody calls me metaphors. Oh shit! I know yeah, that I know. there's. there's I like history, to be that guy to call you, know you that in a business meeting and have everyone have, look at you funny. Absolutely, man. I, I've had I've had people do that, like in <laughs> more serious functions, be like, "Yo, metaphors," and I'm always like, "Shut up, man!" Right there. <laughs> it's that's not my man. name. So the first question <laughs> is: Would you, are you ever gonna drop another rap record? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, hey. it, it's not it, like I'm. You know, I'm not promoting like as if it's coming, um, but it's definitely not something that that's ever stopped. Like I'm, I still feel like I can write. I, you know, I can still, I can still spit. I can still do all this stuff. You know, um, so that's it. we can't refer to your career as the past tense. Well, you, you know, I mean, yeah, I think at this point, you know, it's it's almost like a, you know, it's it's like a it, it, when you get together for another tour. It's it's you know it's still you can turn it back on. It's still turning it back on, but yeah, I'm, I could say from from that aspect, from the rap stuff, uh, it's it's pretty much you could say uh, you could speak in the past, and I have no uh, no no shame or, or uh, you know no negative thoughts towards that because it was it was a glorious past. I I I appreciate every second of it for sure. What a glorious past! <laughs> Some, good <laughs> Some good stuff. Yeah, you know it's uh, it's the quantity, man. I had some great years, and uh, and even the hype man stuff that I did after when I was technically retired because i my career kind of split in half and then i kind of all the carl wolf stuff after you did cooler uh, shit yeah it was like it <laughs> was literally when i him, you were the hype man for carl wolf yeah, yeah yeah i was the hype man for carl wolf and um and well that that role is a role i still occupy so <laughs> oh, yeah? i'm still carl wolf's hype man yeah but i mean it's like obviously you know um you know, we're not, I'm not touring as much for for obvious reasons, right? Yeah, now. for uh, sure. Family. You gotta take care of home you base. Gotta take care of the, exactly. Good but uh, but yeah, every summertime comes to roll around, rolls around, and you know, I want to smell some fresh air. I think it's the only, the best and only way to do it. Oh shit! So for the listeners, coincidentally, <laughs> Metaphors is DJ. He's unbelievable, man. He just finds his way, got, and we did not plan this, by the way. No, so, no, the, you so guys Twitch. reconnected in our small little neighborhood. That's unbelievable, man. While he's doing a photo shoot. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I just texted him to 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 feel welcome because he kind of came in and oh, yeah. <laughs> Twitch is one of those guys, man. You know, he'll he'll take his shoes off when he walks in, and you know, he's he's very gracious. You got to make sure he's well invited. You think he's got a good a good story, a good meta story oh, that he can tell us? I hope so. <laughs> I'd imagine. Yeah, I was with him. I'm I'm sure imagine. he does. I'm I think sure I was. I was with him on Friday. I think he should probably have a couple of good ones from just Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, I fell this asleep. What Friday. did I miss Friday, oh, man? I, I oh, the couch got night, me man. Friday missed night. Missed a very man. good night. Yeah, yeah. 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 Missed a good night. Yeah, I was like a bit like kind of on the fence about Friday because I had flown in like I was away for business. Oh, you and just like, came back. Yeah, Friday? I had just oh. flown in that night, so you know I kind of went home and pulled the old like, "So what are we doing?" Like you know. And it's like, I'm a married guy, right? So, like, Netflix and chill has a whole different meaning. Like, for me, I put on Netflix and chill because I wanted to fall asleep so I can leave. <laughs> it's not like, 
Yeah, I see all these young kids Netflix, Netflix and chill. I'm like, what? What, what you mean you put on Netflix? You're trying to put your girl to bed? You're trying to wake them? You're trying to get them going by putting on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, you kids are you kids are weird. I just put on Netflix. And, yeah, I kind of put on something that like she kind of likes. It's like it's very particular. You got to pick something that she kind of likes, but not too into. Because yeah. you don't want her to get into it, into it, but like still enough that it just like fade her and fall asleep, <laughs> and then you're just like ah, slowly put on the shoes don't. and just pop the car into neutral, bring it down the driveway, <laughs> and just fucking go, you know. <laughs> Heck, some nights, man, if you play it right, you can walk in and just get in the bed. She has no idea. <laughs> Where'd you go, baby? Just a store. I went to the store. Asking what happened? What happened in that movie? What happened? Oh, they died. They all died. <laughs> they all died. They all died. It's tragic. The kids' yeah. movie we were watching. <laughs> they, oh, all yeah. 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 they all died. Kids' movies is dark nowadays, man. Yeah. I thought that before too. Yeah, so I put I put on something with subtitles. Oh, so the end. She's already like a little bit tired. The energy to read. <laughs> <laughs> to read to oh I love and it man. so your girl done in like 20 minutes your girl's like in her mind she's like oh I gotta fucking read and then she kind of looks over at you she's like Korean I love the culture <laughs> <laughs> you're just like <laughs> yeah go to sleep well, you pick go a cover that looks like a romantic comedy so she's like yo I'm gonna be into this but, I was like, oh, yeah, but it's, it's, got, it's in Korean this so could be really so good bad. and then yeah yeah. Honestly. Yeah. That's there some genius go. shit. Um, uh, always coming with the lessons, Emo. Eh, you have to, man. Like I always, I always try lessons. to think of myself as being, you know, trailblazer. Like if I'm doing something the the cuz you know, especially when things suck, right? If yeah. I'm doing something and it sucks, like the only positive that I can pull from it is I'm like I can avoid <laughs> I can avoid this for somebody else you know what I mean yeah. this is this you I know was, I told this before I think the last time we talked about you on the podcast I told you before remember <laughs> when we went up to that cottage with Francisco Frankie Nino oh my god yeah I remember hooking up with a girl in the in the hot tub yeah and it like occupied the bathroom for all yeah like, oh yeah big night. time big and time. You, you pulled me aside or you're one of those guys that you couldn't let you people use pee. the hot tub you take these girls down by the lake <laughs> <laughs> You take them down by the lake. You don't use a hot tub. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like bringing a girl out to a nice restaurant. You know what I mean? It's like after you've done that, like you've set high standards for yourself, right? Yeah. So the lake is the equivalent of like the fast food joint. You know what I mean? Exactly. You, you just take this girl out by the lake. By yeah. the lake. <laughs> Honestly, don't even remember that exact oh, thing, man, but it sounds definitely like a lot like me. That's for sure. Oh, I would have said hilarious. that for sure. I would have said that. Oh, but I remember man. like, it's because it was one of those bathrooms. It was not like... Like a small, like off to a corner somewhere. It was like one of those major bathrooms. The main that like, bathroom. Like there was like three yeah. rooms led into this bathroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was like the middle of this cottage. And you brought this girl in and gave her like this superstar treatment. Like you set up the whole, like you got the whole thing going, the bubbles and all that shit. And everybody was complaining. And I was like, nah, There's man. There's actually four that- of us in there. There was, four, there was two, <laughs> girls, two girls in fame. Remember fame? Yeah, of course <laughs> I remember fame. Yeah, yeah, Are you yeah. crazy? I have a feeling that fame is kind of doing the same thing I'm doing. Uh, he's on that family vibe. He's I'm trying sure. to be a Mountie last time I checked. Okay, probably. He got I married and he's trying that. to be a he Mountie He got married. Now. I, had a, I had a feeling. He's super, super straight edge now. It's like kind of weird. Yeah, he's, I oh, think yeah. he's out fighting terrorists, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. I think so. Oh, he'd like to be. Yeah. He's still he's here, actually, but he would like to be. His uh, boss is a cop. Paul, Paul, Paul I to him, man. We need good men like him around. Yeah. Not like us four sitting here. Reaping the benefits of a free country without any of the uh, terrorists fighting. Hear he, hear he. <laughs> love it. I love it. 
Oh, yeah. man. You remember when we did that show? I think it was, like, up north. You, myself, Phil, and we wore these, like, free something shirts. Yeah, free T-Man. Free T-Man. Everyone uh, yeah. thought that our boy was in prison. I didn't even know No, T-Man. our boy was in prison. Well, our boy. Okay, so I would met <laughs> T-Man. It's a good story. I met T-Man, like, just a couple times. He was one of those guys that I would see. And Phil was, like, his blood. Like, these guys were boys. And uh, we go out, we go out to, uh, to his neighborhood to do a show, like a big show. And Phil was like, yo, guys, I, I'd be honored if you all wore these free T-Man shirts, right? <laughs> and it's like, again, it's like, you know, every rapper's dream is to be wearing a free my friend T-shirt. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, it's like immediately like you're just like, that's what you do. Your friend goes to jail. But I didn't yeah, know yeah. T-Man that well, right? And so I was like, look, but I mean, the guy's in jail. Like, I know the guy and he's in jail. Of course I want him free. Like, fuck, I'm going to wear this shirt. Right, but then the kill shows up and he's like, "You wear this shirt." Then Steve shows up and he's like, yeah, "You wear this shirt." And like guys who were in my entourage that had never even met T Man, like barely know Phil, are wearing this free T Man shirt. So and we, none hit- of you guys know the guy. <laughs> we barely, none of these guys know the guy. We don't even know what he's in for. You yeah. know what I mean? Could be like you know child rape. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. We just like free this guy. How could you stand for that? I don't know. I'm like, I just I don't wore even this know the shirt, guy. right? No, it was not that though. Yeah, T Man, yeah. if you're listening to this, much love. You're out now. It's all good. Everything's yeah, yeah. good. So. We can, we wear, we're wearing this shirt, and one of the girls comes up, pulls up, and starts drilling me on some, like, how well do you know this man, right? Oh, <laughs> so, like, my trivia level was, like, okay. <laughs> like, I was able to guess some of the stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like where did he grow up? I don't know, around the block from here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay. <laughs> like, what's he into? I don't know, rap music? Yeah, you're right, you know? <laughs> and, but then she kind of made her way around and realized what had happened, right? And she was like... She was like a relative of his. Okay. Okay. And she was like really upset with this whole idea that like her cousin or whatever is now like, you know, the source of a rap t-shirt, you know, like yeah. he's like, <laughs> yeah, these guys don't know this guy. <laughs> they don't know this guy. So then we felt like such frauds and uh, yeah, but T-Man did get free. It was, it was also my first uh, experience hype manning. Oh, yeah. Because I believe Twitch was not there, so you had Steve DJing for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we performed Walk Like a with a Swagger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I used to do this thing. Oh, man. I used to do this thing at shows where to help my friends, like, save money on the ticket to get in, I would just pretend like they're part of the entourage, like, like musically. Classic. And then eventually, like, you know, it caught up to me. Like, people were like, yo, you're not, like, you're not a band. Like, you're just one guy on a mic. What happened? So I would throw these guys on stage during my set just so that they can partake <laughs> in the song. activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then we could be like, "Look, I saved you, you know, fourteen ninety five or whatever." <laughs> you embarrass yourself for five minutes, but that's all yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, you know, it shows how much you know. Steve our, had the easy job. I'm out here like, oh, I don't know any of these lyrics, so yeah. I just gotta go with the panted. Yeah, okay, yeah, come on, yeah. Exactly. My theory was this, man. I said most of these guys on stage are not doing anything, anyways. So I'll bring these guys on and let them do nothing. So, I mean, it works out. It works out for Unfortunately, everybody. Unfortunately, right? we performed right before L'Assemblée, which after us, they kind of had like the whole crowd was there oh, for yeah, them. Yeah. We got to... Hey, that bar yeah, that night we, was good We time. did some shows and some very... I mean, everybody in this room has these stories, but I'm sure. We used to do tours where we would, you know, tour with these with French rappers and we would do like the smallest little venues, like in the most, you know... Like you know, far out regions all across Quebec, we did the same thing kind of pretty much everywhere, and it was just every one of those shows was just something happened, something like that happened. It was amazing. It was kind of like the one we did in uh, in uh, was it Halifax? Yo, was it Halifax? North Sydney? 
Was it? It was Sydney. North Sydney, like the, the one other where, end of the world. Yeah. Oh man, that was unbelievable, man. That's up. one of my favorite road stories, man. Where you literally just like, you were like, oh, we got no place to stay tonight. Like you said that in, in like in, during your set, and s- somebody just comes up to us, some girl, and she's like, you guys have nowhere to stay. Here are the keys to my house. Yeah. And she was just like. The, she's like, I'm gonna sleep at my boyfriend's house. You guys can sleep at my house. The only thing I ask is that you fill the fridge once you're done. I was like, really? That's the only thing you're asking of us? You're giving us the keys to your house? I swear, man. Since no, that day, yo, the Maritimes, like, much love to those people, man, because they just like the realest shit ever. Like, oh, here are the keys to my house. We literally slept over at this girl's house. She wasn't even there. Yeah, yeah. she wasn't even there. So what I'm saying, like when you're asking about like, yo, the rap, like you talk about, I'm thinking, man, like the stuff, the stuff that I got to do just because of rap, just because of music, like all the people that I met, the, the relationships that I still have today, I'm like, I've been paid, um, you know, times. 10 times over, yeah. you know what I mean? Even the hype man stuff. Like I was saying, like I retired, like, I don't know if you guys remember this story, but I left Montreal, like, just to, like leave the scene. I was like, I'm done. I moved to Toronto. This was like, I don't know if you remember, I used to host that Newtown. You remember that? Yeah. It was that hip-hop night at oh, the bottom. Oh, that was so much fun, man. Those yeah. are the days. You know what I'm saying? So, what? Yo, I totally forgot about that. That's what I'm you saying. get us into Newtown while you had the mic. Like That's what I'm on, saying. On That's what I'm saying, bro. That was, bro, that was like, so much fun. Like, I got that gig because I hosted, again, you remember that. You were with us. You, were, you both were with us when I did the global float. Oh, it was at yeah, you know, no, yeah. seven o'clock in the morning. Me and you were on the global float. On the fucking the global float, man. It was it was St. Patrick's Day. And we just like I basically said, here's here's me on a float, on a on a basically St. Patrick's Day float. Clearly, I'm I'm not Irish, but again, on St. Patrick's Day, everybody's Irish, so it's all good. And I was basically started hosting that. I had a great time. And then I did the same thing with K one oh three for uh for Caribana weekend. Okay, same thing, float, like basically working my way through the city. And then I just realized, fuck, I just like being on a mic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't like, the thing that I liked less about, about rap music in general and music in general was the business aspect of it. I, just, I didn't care much for it. You know what I mean? That's why, like, I used to let most of the guys in my camp take care of that stuff for me. Twitch did a lot of that. Perry obviously used to do a lot of that. So for me, it was just all about stage time, just being on a microphone, just enjoying, just you know, the being live and just you and the audience. Right? That's it. That's that. it. So doing uh, Newtown was incredible. So, yeah. So I talked to the guys at Newtown and I said, look, I've done this. I've done that. Here's my resume whatever. They're like, look, we'll 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 get you to try it out. They said, look, we're, it's a different, you know, they gave me that whole thing where it's like, oh, we're upscale and we're not really going for like a hip hop thing. Wasn't and, it with Lime you know, Time? What up? Was it Lime yeah, it was time, with right? Lime Time with the guys from Lime Time. Yeah. And for sure, like they had their own thing and. Those guys are amazing. They're still doing it now. Strong, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, they were not easily sold because again, I was a I was just a rapper at that time, right? They're just like you're a rapper, you know. And the biggest thing was they just didn't want that crowd. You know what I mean? Which back uh-huh, in the yeah, day, yeah. that crowd was like a big thing of them trying to like diminish clubs of that crowd. Like, well, that's it because really because that, that was again, you guys. I'm gonna age myself here, but this is really when hip-hop was still being played in clubs, not like Before the okay, today there's over. hip-hop clubs, of course. But now, like, but that that music was making a push, right? The electronic music mm-hmm. was making a big EDM push. So was, was it was kind of like, you know, it could swing anyway. So then when I got into Newtown, I, I started, like, hosting, 
and it was just like magic. People were just like into it, and then like basically like we did that for like two years straight, every Friday night, and it was just like incredible, man. And it all came crashing at the end. <laughs> it was it was the Villeneuve's club. Obviously, we're talking yeah, about Newtown, yeah. so Villeneuve owned the club, and for years we had tried to get Villeneuve to come. On a Friday night. Oh, right. Okay, you I remember, remember this story? This. I remember. For years. Okay, <laughs> because you didn't tried. tell me. You were like, oh, it's not happening this Friday. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, it's not happening this Friday. Why not? So basically, we've been trying to get Villeneuve to come to Friday night, and right. he wanted nothing to do with it. He was against the idea that it was hip-hop to begin with. So the other owners of the club kind of had it going on. It kind of, not under his nose, clearly. The man owns the place, but he was kind of looking the other way. He was turning a blind eye to the whole thing. But we kept going, man. We just kept lying in the man's pockets, right? right. Every single Friday. Money and it was hype. Making money. And we that place was packed. People were drinking. I mean, we made it to the point where people had giveaways. We had guests. We had people coming from all over. And that's how I met Carl. It was at that night. But anyways, I'll get, that's, a, that's a whole sub story, which yeah. we'll get into in a minute. Mm. But so the whole thing with Villeneuve was then I started taking it personal because I'm like, yo, like we have got this thing going popping and i'm like i used to just just me personally be a couple hundred people in there easily just people that i knew and people that I, like throughout the months like in years like they ca- they came through so i'm like yo man this this place is packed this guy's making some money you know like he needs to come here and like you know give me some respect you know check out yeah, put some respect on my name put some respect yeah. on it <laughs> so we start asking them and they're like boys you know villeneuve is still very very iffy about the idea and then months would pass by and I remember we used to take it through the winter, right? Which is like any club owner, promoter will tell you. If you take something through the winter, that's like you got, you're got you a war veteran. You know, you've got, you got stripes. You earned your stripes. So then finally we're like, Villeneuve is coming. And finally, I'm talking almost two years later, Villeneuve shows up one Friday night. And we were on such a high. Like, I'm telling you, like, nothing could have stopped us back then. It was just like, just like pure magic every single night. Like, it was amazing. What ended up happening was he comes in and the music's playing and he's like, you know, when I give him a shout out, you know, everybody give it up. Jacques Villeneuve, everyone's crazy. He starts waving, smiling. He obviously has his VIP section and everything. All of a sudden, man, I see it from the corner of my eyes, man. Just two guys get up and just start just start getting at each other's faces. And I'm like, this is not happening right now. And, And then like one guy throws a punch and you're just like, fuck, like it. And then another punch gets thrown, and then some guy jumps from the back, and then a bottle starts flying. And I'm telling you, bro, it was almost almost two years we had that place going without a single fight. Yeah. Without a single fight. Not inside, not outside. Nobody fought. (laughs) Like People would be like, how did you have a hip-hop event with no fights? I don't know. It just happened. And then the... The second the the second that Villeneuve steps foot in that place, that fight breaks out, and he's just like shut it down, shut it down. So it was just over after that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, right. so that was the last night that we got to see that Anything. night. It was it died over miserably after that. too. It was not even like nice. Like I remember, I remember being in there that Friday night when We Fly High came out. Oh, and man. like the crowd in unison was just like ball it. It was around that time. Yeah, I was like, what? I did the ball in. I was like, oh my god! Like the crowd. Well, we, we used to, we used to, 
kill the new, kill yeah, the bring music. it back. It was like, what you know about that? What you know about? And everyone would be, Damn. I'd be like, yo, bring it back. And then we'd pick somebody out, right? We'd, we'd pick somebody out that's like, we knew knew the dance or whatever, the bullet, and we'd fucking flash a light on him and be like, yo, my man knows what to do here. And like, it was never set up. And then the guys would just be like, bullet. <laughs> it's, it's the smallest, dumbest thing, but it smallest, was amazing and it worked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember like, I used to just go in there and just like, you know, it was just pure, like, it was almost like comedy at one point. You'd, you'd shout out the girls for their birthdays. And the joke for me is now, I'd be at like some like f- some of my friends' parties and stuff, and I'll see kids running around, and I'm like, "Yep, that's a new town baby right there. <laughs> that's a new town baby." I'm like, I look at this kid. I have so much power, right? I'm like, "You would not have been born if it wasn't for me. <laughs> I brought your parents together." Yeah. Yes, it was not so very romantic. Like they're gonna tell you the story. He was drunk. She was wasted. I shouted him out. I brought her to the back. They met <laughs> four or five years later. He busted inside of her, and here you are. Here you are. I swear to you, man. New so many hookups. I swear, bro. I felt like Celine Dion did in Las Vegas when everybody used to come visit her. That's you know, when she had her that thing. That was my. That was my spot. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was like, bro. I used to get paid for that. You know what I mean? Like, I've often had that. Where I'm like, they pay me for this shit. Like, yeah. I'm taking money for this shit? Like, it was just fun, man. Shouting people out for their birthdays, you know, making jokes, making uh, little, like, little, uh, like, we would put sets together, you know what I'm saying? And I would, like, bring these sets out and everything and play <laughs> little music. Bits. Little, little, little bits. bits. It was little yeah, bits. Yeah. It was little bits. It was incredible. Yeah, it was, yeah. like, hip-hop, comedy. And, lo- <laughs> yo, bro, I remember when I first started, the guys were like, yo, tone it down a little bit. Like, they weren't sure, you know? Because I was, like, I was in there, like, fucking... You know, uh, evening at the improv. You know, sometimes I'd be dropping shit that was just like a little bit, and they're like, "I don't know about this, man." Uh, you know, this crowd they might not really like it. You know, they're yeah. urban. You know, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, get the fuck out of here. It's good." Like, and then after that, man, yeah, towards the end, it was just like I was free to do whatever I wanted there. It was incredible, man. It was just a good night. It was so, very that good was night. The training ground for would eventually become the Carl Wolf. That's it. That's where I met Carl yeah. th- at that at that event. So, um, yeah, so Carl came in as one of the, the guests because they, they often had, like, guests come up. And I swear, man, the guy made such an impact on me. It was like, it was, I love Carl and he's my boy. Like, you know, till, the, till today, I, there's nobody I respect more in music. But at the time I saw him, I was kind of laughing at his whole thing because he came in, he came in like a super, like a mad superstar. <laughs> like he had the gimmick, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He had the entourage and he had, like, the chains and shit. And he was like, and, and, and bro, I never forget, like, we had some pretty big people up in there, like Neo at the time where he was like coming up, you know what I mean, was in there, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's still Neo, you know what I mean? Like the fucking guy is fucking Neo, you yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Baby. So like, yeah, they're bro. like, yo, Neo's in here. And then it, it's, it was cool. He had like a couple of guys with him and everything. Carl comes through, man, stretch limousine. He had like, <laughs> it's such a Lebanese guy, you know, yeah. such a <laughs> Lebanese guy. You know, that's why when I met him, I was like, Habibi, what is this shit? <laughs> Who's the guy we're making this joke on? Oh, everyone in here? Okay. <laughs> it was amazing, bro. I was so loving the energy. He comes in and he's like, yo, throw my shit on. And he was like, don't worry about it. I got my own hype, man. And then his, his other guy came out who was just as generic looking as him, but like a little bit heavier. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just like, I got this, bro. <laughs> and I was like, what? Are you fucking serious? You're coming into my house? You're going to bring your own hype, man? I'm like, all right, cool. Let this guy do his thing. You're so yeah, grilling, You're grilling in the front row? Oh, uh, I was crowd? like, I was just kind of like, I thought it was funny, man. I was just like, who the hell is this guy? So 
I had heard about him because we used to practice at Basement, mm. and he used to practice at Basement too. And it was okay. like one of those things where it's the same entourage that'd be there with him, right? Right, right? And I was just like, how's this guy doing this? Like, I had no idea who he was. I didn't e- even hear about anything he'd done. He came in, posse, the chain with the cross, with the diamond studded, the <laughs> earrings and everything. And he's like, yo. And so anyway, so he starts doing his thing, and then he's like, I'm going to chill. I'm going to stay around, meet some of my fans. <laughs> then he goes off to the corner. He goes off to the back corner, and, and fans are following him, girls, yeah. and it's working on him. You know, it's like it's like that Pied Piper or whatever the fuck <laughs> it is. He's just, he comes in, and he's like, girl, I love you. And then he hits off the corner, and there's a fucking lineup of girls. So I'm like, yo, I can roll with that. I can roll with that. So, yeah, so, the, so Carl Wolf tells me that night he, so he sees me do my thing after and then he's like yo man you you got charisma i was like thanks bro he's like what about you start rolling with me like it was like some some gang shit you know yeah. and he's just like forget him man he's dead now you're with us you yeah. know <laughs> yeah and i was like Psh, get how much are they paying you yeah how much are they paying you i double it yeah. yeah so i was like whatever man yeah it's, it's, it's cool man you know uh, and then he's like, yo, why don't you give your number to my guy and I'll hit you up, man. I'll get you. I'll get back at you. I was like, whatever, whatever. I didn't even give the number nothing. It's like, fuck it, man, whatever. And so this was this was before, obviously, when the night was still going. Fast forward, the <laughs> night ends, you know, it's all over. And then after that, you know, the kind of the whole thing went stale with the music. And I was just like, fuck it, I'm out. So I moved to Toronto. Um, and so it was like one year in when I moved to Toronto where he calls me out of nowhere. He just basically calls me and he's like... He's like, uh, Habibi, Meta. You know, he does that thing where we all do, all, all us Arabs, where it's like, the guy's like your, your blood. Like, you're talking to him like right, as if you yeah, guys yeah. know each other. I'm just like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> and I know you from where? And he's like, uh, Habibi, it's Carter Wolf. Uh, he's like, I need to, uh, you know, remember I asked you if you wanted to roll with me on tour and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I remember. Yeah, what's up? He's like... Oh, first of all, he hits me off with, you're a tough guy to reach. (laughs) (laughs) You're a tough guy to reach. I'm like, yeah, I moved to Toronto. I mean, I don't have the same number anymore. It's only normal, right? (laughs) And so he's like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so he's like, I need you to come do a show with me this Friday, this Friday night. Um, And it's just just a couple of us. It's a small show. It's over at uh, La Mouche, right? But I, I think I had a different name back then, right? He's like, come with me at La Mouche. So I'm like, all right. So he's like... He's like, yeah, just me and my friend. So I get there. Yeah, I get there on the weekend. I, I fucking... Is yeah, that it? Laboom. That's what it was. It was Laboom. Laboom. It was yeah. Laboom. Yeah, yeah. So Laboom. I get there, and th- this is Carl's greatest gift. Like, he's got a lot of things. I'll tell you about Carl. It's a whole segment for Carl, but <laughs> yeah. he's got a lot of things. But he just, he trusts the artist. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he was just like, I'm going to send you a couple of my songs. You're just going to jump on stage with me. We got this. You know, like no practice, nothing, right? And he didn't even give a shit about what I was doing, nothing. He was just like, he has this thing where he's just like, stay behind me. <laughs> That's it. You know, he's like, he wa- he's like that cop, you know, that busts through the door. He's like, you can shoot all you want. Just make me go in first. <laughs> Kicks the door down and he goes in. So, so fucking we go on stage and 
Oh, so I get there, and it was me and my boy Moose. Yeah. I'm like, yo, Moose, man, I got to call and do this show, man. You know, at this point, my buddies are like, they don't want to do shows with me anymore, right? Because they know something's going to go down, and it's not a good something, you know? Yeah. They're like, we got to pretend we're somebody. We're going we're gonna to lie to somebody. We're going to get caught. <laughs> Just tell them your name's Kyle at the door. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Kyle. I always had a backstory. All right, your name's Miguel, all right? <laughs> I don't and look like a Yusef. identification, okay? If they ask, don't play this, okay? Whatever you do, don't mention the color. Right, they're telling you, so, DJ. So, anyway, so we go in, and so Moose is like, Yeah, yeah I'll go with you, I got you, man. So, all right, cool. We go there, and it, we walk in, and I'm like, Yo, I'm looking for Carl Wolf, and they're like, Yeah, yeah, he's upstairs. So, I'm walking through La Boom trying to find this guy, and again, like. This is like he has not even popped off yet. His career's not like it's not nothing. You know what I mean? Like he's doing stuff, but it's not like so. Well, he, I, before this, he wrote for a bunch of like pop yeah, he wrote before. for a bunch of artists. Yeah, Sabatik, one of them was one of them. But anyways, he yeah. wrote for a bunch of uh, of big artists. But a lot of them were French, and, uh, and respectfully, a lot of them we, nobody like the mass populace. Pre Africa. This is pre Africa. Yeah. I'm getting to that. That's yeah, a good yeah. story too. So I get to La Boom. I'm looking for for Carl. They're like, he's upstairs. So I go upstairs. There's a VIP section. There's another big bouncer at the door. I'm like, yo, I'm Carl Wolf's hype man. Like, I'm here to perform with him and everything. So I walk in, bro. First thing I see, who do I see in this in this VIP section? Georges St. Pierre, okay? <laughs> now, when I say Georges St. Pierre, I'm not talking about Georges St. Pierre. I'm talking Georges St. Pierre when he was... Kicking fucking ass, like yeah. top of the world UFC champ, okay? Yeah. All due respect, he's still that today. You know, we still respect him very much so, but, you know, he he was at the top, at the top of his career. Yeah, yeah. And so I see George St. Pierre, I'm like, what the fuck? I got, like, a little starstruck, man. Like, rarely do I get like that, you know? But I'm like, George fucking St. Pierre, you know? And Carl's like, Abibi, behind him, come here. Carl had the <laughs> section behind George St. Pierre. How the fuck did Carl Wolf pull that off at the time? I have no fucking idea. He just had this thing where he just made things big, you know? Yeah. So he's like, all right, bro, you, you heard the songs? What do you think? Ah, they're all right. You know, they're cool. Uh, I'm, I'm like, yo, by the way, man, you know, a couple of those songs had the, those little rap verses, you know? You don't mind? I kick my own shit. Like, I don't want to be doing, you know... Some other rappers, shit. You know, I felt like, you know, I come a long way as an artist. The least I could do is just go out with rhymes. a little bit of dignity. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> no. You know, he's like, no problem, Habibi. You go, you know, how many? 16 bars? You want 16 bars? Eh. He's yelling at the fucking tablet guy. He had, he had a drummer. He had a little guy on a drum. He's yelling at the tablet guy, give him 16 bars, okay? And you, come back with the fucking towels, you know? He's doing the whole thing. And so we get, we get on stage and we fucking kill it. Like... Fucking energy I had fucking energy Everybody in this oh, yeah, room yeah, Can yeah, vouch yeah. I had energy The guy had energy man Like fucking He brought it up And we were like Feeding off each other man It was unbelievable man And to the point where His his um, manager at the time Was like I don't know about this guy He's taking a little bit Too much light from you Carl He's <laughs> a little bit too hyper We need to bring him down A little bit And Carl's like Fuck no Nobody <laughs> touched this guy Nobody touched his energy He's fucking energy Nobody touches Anybody touches Come see me I swear he was so in yeah. And he was just like Yeah So again I go back to Toronto so he would call me with these little shows every once in a while. And I'm in Toronto at the time. So it was like, Carl, listen, man, you know, I love you, bro. And it's all good. Like, it's great. But I can't just keep driving back. He's like, I'll fly you. <laughs> so he started, He starts flying me down for shows. Where I was just like, I'm on a plane. I mean, it's granted, it's Toronto, Montreal, right? But you're just like, fuck. They never gave me this shit when I was headlining. They never gave me a fucking plane. Buddy. Yeah. But the guy just made it work. So one time he calls me and he's like... Bro, what are you doing on Monday at 4 o'clock? 
I'm like, working? I don't know what the fuck else anybody else does on Monday at 4. He's like, you need to leave your office and come see me. I'm like, for what? He's like, no, no, I have something that's going to change your life. I'm like, no, listen, I'm busy. I'm working this week. Let's do it Friday. He's like, but you're not going to waste a second. I want you to grab a bag, pack it. From work, you leave. You go straight to the airport. I fly you into Montreal. I'm like, what's up? Show? Something's going down? He's like, no, you have to come see me. Okay. So Friday night rolls around. True story. I grab my bag. I'm at work. I grab my bag. I fly into Montreal. And he comes and picks me up. Well, has somebody come get me. And I go straight to his building. And it's just him. And, and he's sitting there. And he's like, you want to listen to a song? I'm like, yeah, sure. He's like, do you have a passport? <laughs> <laughs> Should we uh, have him pick a record? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, oh that's okay. a nice little segment. No, we yeah, have a segment. We little, yeah, we got a little segment. Wait for this guy. Yeah, man. No, we were discussing that before. I mean, well, but like, oh shit! Whoa! Why you all right? Okay, no, we just we came up in this weird cusp of like right before YouTube, Twitter, and all that stuff came popping off. Like, we were literally in that like weird underbelly where like. Internet and the industry hadn't met up yet. No one knew what to do. Bro, when I first started rapping, I used to get girls because my shit was on CD. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, was yeah. like a big deal. You have a oh, CD? Yeah. Like, I what? remember girls would be like, oh, your shit's on CD. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're fucking legit. That was your real artist. Legit. Like, like I remember. I, you, <laughs> yeah, people, yeah. You guys, we'd be there with their with their demos, you know, their, you know, their mixtape. They call it a mixtape for a reason. Everybody that's listening, you know, yeah, the yeah. mixtape is called a mixtape for a reason. That shit was on tape, right? So I used to show up and just drop my CD and just kind of push it. You know, on the <laughs> and I remember we used to give out CDs, man. We used to be like, yeah, you know, and, you know, again, we always had like, we were like, you know, burning the CDs, mixing them at the studio, you yeah, know, and then yeah. like putting them in a little press kit and sending them out. And like, you know, people and we would do this manually and people would call us and be like, oh, yeah, I got a press kit, but there was a CD missing. <laughs> You're like, fuck, whoever was working that yeah, night shift, yeah, you know, yeah. sleeping, on the, sleeping on the switch. So, yeah, like that was it. Like that was that was the thing. Like a CD was a big deal. You know what I mean? So just to show you how quickly, like even even towards the end, like. When I was still recording like heavily, yeah. just mixing the shit down was so much easier. Getting it out was so much easier. It was crazy, man. So I, I feel the artists that have been doing it or had time to grow organically or had time to like really get their like fan base going because mm. it, 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 you had to be like the fans must have felt way more than today that it yeah. was exclusive, right? Like they're like, you know, I saw these guys back when they were nobody and, you know, I was touring with these guys. But again. That's that's just how quickly it is. It works, right? But, anyways, it's just uh, it's 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 funny to go back and see like the videos and see like the yeah, shit yeah. quality, see yeah, the styles, yeah. how quickly they've changed. And notice that everyone had to do that too. You know? Like I've had kid, kids come up to me and be like, "Man, I saw you at this concert when I was 14, and now they're performing." I'm almost like, "That's no, that's 14." To you? Yeah, and I've been like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" Like word, oh oh man, damn. Okay, <laughs> or I saw you at Wu Tang. I'm almost like, "What?" Or you, you meet a you meet a Carl Wolf fan, and she's like, "Oh my god, I love Africa," and she's all like grown and sexy now you know she's yeah. like oh, i love africa and she's like oh we used to have sleepovers with my girls and we used to listen to it in a tent and, you, and then you're like what holy fuck you're how like, old were you yeah, when yeah. that shit dropped and then you realize yeah that was a fucking long time ago for like i don't know 
22 year old girl you know she was a <laughs> fucking child you know what it's I'm true saying? 10 she years ago she was a fucking child she was a child she's still a child in my eyes today but yeah. <laughs> she's still a baby to me oh yeah, it's like one of my buddies one of my buddies is telling me yeah man I'm dating a girl she's 21 years old you know but she's responsible she's responsible I'm like responsible I'm like you're dating a 21-year-old girl. You don't want her to be responsible. You want her to be wild and make some very, like, crazy choices in life. That's I'm like, you know who's Do responsible? 21-year-old girl shit, right? I'm like, you know who's responsible? My wife. And she's not 21 years old. Okay? Yo. <laughs> That's no, the truth I, right I, there. I concur. I yeah, concur. She's responsible. Like, the fuck do you want a 21-year-old responsible girl for? <laughs> what are yeah, you trying to look for? True. Playing backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was the most gangster shit you could gangster. ever hear. By the way, I've dropped that line on women after the fact to test it. Yeah. If you're ever talking to a girl and you want to look like a big shot, ask her if she's got a valid passport. Yeah, yeah. She will get wet immediately. Yeah, yeah. She would just be like, this guy's got fucking international plans for me. This guy is going to take me fucking places. Sure, we're going to start by the lake, okay? (laughs) But we're going to work our way to fucking Paris, okay? (laughs) So he was like, you got a passport? And I was like, yeah, I got got a passport. Like, what else? Like... Weird. And so he plays Africa And he straight up plays it for me the first time he, It was like one of those where he had like Because he wrote it, he produced it He sent out the, well, the clearance it. Well, I mean, he, 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 he bid it You know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I'm saying he rewrote it okay? And he, he, he sent out To that group um, Toto, Toto To get the clearance for it All in secrecy, like nobody knew this Nobody had any idea And so he did all this stuff and then finally got the clearance from them. And they had been like they had they had been like disbanded. Like they were like not doing music anymore. He brought them out of retirement oh, with shit. that song. Yeah. Straight up started touring after. He was like number one on iTunes. They, they were, were like number like nine or some shit. Like he brought them into the top ten off their own song from back in the days, bro. They didn't even re-release it. People just started hearing it. Anyways, so That's as soon as he up. played that song, I heard it and I was just like Oh fuck, man! Yes, I was like, "Oh, we going This is gonna be fucking big." I'm like, "Fucking passport, yeah." So the first show I ever did with him, I left. I was working my job on uh, in Toronto. I left early on a Thursday. I hopped on a flight. We went to Lebanon. Okay, we did a fucking major show in Lebanon because this was like his homecoming tour. And Carl is like, he's you know he's one of those guys like he wants to make an impact is right he, is he from lebanon or yeah he's from, so born he's, there he's lebanese born in lebanon okay but he was raised in dubai so his parents okay. moved to dubai when he was young we'll get to the dubai stories okay that's a whole different segment okay but the 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 fact that he was coming back home to do a big show in in uh, lebanon was a big thing right and Beirut was like at that time, like still. I mean, it's like Beirut was was troubled politically. It's like the whole history. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was some shit going down in Beirut, and it was just like it was literally like he's like, "You're coming. We're gonna put you on a flight. You're gonna come in. You're gonna do the show. You're gonna fly back. You're gonna be at work on Monday." Wallahi, bro, you're gonna be at work on Monday. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. I just fucking had no idea. I just get on a flight. They were already there. They were touring. They were in Lebanon. I get on a flight. I realized when I'm in the air, I'm like, I don't know where the fuck I'm going. <laughs> I don't know anybody there. I don't even know who am I going to meet. I just know Carl Wolf. I don't even know his real name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm like, what the fuck? What do I do? Like, what if I get there and there's there's nobody there? I have no budget for a hotel. I don't know anybody. I'm gonna be there for like four days. Like, what the fuck? I'm panicking, right? It's, I'm like, how the fuck? Anyway, so I get off the flight. Yeah, typical Carl shit. He's got a guy holding my name, holding a sign with my name on it. And I swear to God, true story. We get there to the parking lot. Jewels. Yeah, I'm telling you, written in like jewelry, you know. Yeah. So I get there and the driver and I swear, bro. When I said all the shit about Carl back when he wasn't like really that big and how he does that, that's the Lebanese in him, right? Yeah. The Lebanese, they just like it's just a thing where they have to just be bigger, you Show know? Out. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Flossy, Show flossy. they floss like crazy. So the driver points at three cars and he's like, Which car do you want to be driven in? <laughs> he gave me the option. I had three cars there to choose from. I felt like an enterprise client. I don't know. Pick any car off the lot. I'll take that one. So it was just like crazy, man. It was and we get there and it, we're talking big show, like paparazzi. We're talking like big and that song. He had, like, dropped it there, like, before he dropped it in Canada. So it was, like, major, major song. We get there, and we do a major, big, big show. Like, I'm telling you, it was like we were getting escorted by the army when we were going places. That's how big he was there. Like, he probably still is, but I'm saying, like, at that time, it was, like, a major homecoming show that we did, and it was fucking unbelievable. And I've told you this before. When I tell you... You know, best hotels, the best flights, you know, like back when we were like doing our shit, you know, people would be like, yo, I got no money to pay you guys. Can I, can I do this? With Carl, it was like the checks never bounced, you know, <laughs> Give me that you know check. Saying? I never had to worry about the checks. Sometimes I had to chase him for payments, but it was just because he was busy, you know, yeah, yeah, but yeah. the check never bounced. And the fucking the food was always good. How was that chasing him? Be like, hey, uh, Carl. Uh, oh, it was cool, man. Yeah, I, you, I was you got that money? It was more his manager. His manager is my buddy, and it's like, yo, bro. Uh, I swear, that. bro, Wallahi, bro, I'm not gonna forget. If I forget you, <laughs> you don't want to be that guy Monday. You, you know, somebody would tell you something like, I will never forget, never on my children, and then he would be like, but if I forget, <laughs> send me a reminder. You just Please like, bro, remind. but you just told me you weren't gonna forget. On now your I feel children. like everything you told me before does not stand on on ground it's anymore. It's not no, no, that's real. It means he doesn't want to forget. He doesn't want you to forget. Yeah. So yeah, he, he's got insurance on on him not forgetting. So yeah, that was uh, that was a good that turn. Was the, that was the whole uh, me uh, meeting with Carl before, and it was just like yeah. And I swear to you, the man never worried about anything, and he was just. Always like planning the next move very confidently, and it was gonna happen. We're gonna release this and we're gonna do that. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? And it was just like, yeah, man, it was just, and it worked. I think, I don't know, I believe in that special aura where somebody's just got like an ability to see things happening before they do, they just make things happen. Carl's got that. I know I'm gonna sound like super, like, you know, fan, but you know, I work with a man long enough to know right. his hustle is, is pretty, pretty immaculate, it's pretty, pretty respectful. That's funny uh-huh. shit. <laughs> so boys the, our, our memories I want to talk about Even before all that stuff What's the Oh man Yo There's fucking it? Tons <laughs> You tons. guys You guys always I remember the day You met your wife Was it the day No It was, it was the When we went out of town Oh yeah, I brought my wife along. You your wife. Oh man, who was it? Your I wife. She does not listen to this because she know. hates when I tell that story. Oh. <laughs> I brought her. She's not listening. I, I'll make sure she doesn't listen to this. If she doesn't, I'll apologize profusely. But again, this is facts. This is life, right? I, I'm just saying real stories, right? But um, one of the first places that I brought her to, and I'm sure people listening to this are like classy broad this guy married, <laughs> but I actually brought her to a strip club. But 
to my defense, it was a strip club show. It was a strip club show. It was an ex strip club that we had basically. The strip club had just closed down, and just to show you how remote this area was. The strip club closed down because they couldn't get business. What strip club can't draw yeah. business? Oh. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you think, you know, naked girls. That's like that's yeah. like an international sign. Let's go. So, yeah, they had closed down. And so, yeah, that was you the show. You had a chalet. I had the chalet. The chalet. And had the chalet. Had to perform. Exactly. Yeah, I remember So, that. I'm like, you know, trying to impress this girl because I liked her from the bat, right? So, I was like... Make this classy, you know. Get a chalet going. I think you Adrian rolled up. There was two. There was two floors. Me, Adrian, you and Adrian, up. and yeah. everything. And she's like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And I'm like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's we'll upstairs, baby. It's cool. I got you a king no, size I had the bed. That night. Yeah, so I brought her. She was like, you know, she was she was a good sport, right? And the boys were hating. They're like, yo, I remember June was like, how you gonna bring sand to the beach, bro? <laughs> <laughs> how you gonna bring sand to the beach? She's like, he's like, you're. Yo, there like, wasn't much sand at that beach that night. No, there was not much sand. There was not much sand. There was no sand. But there was a few girls. But we the actually rocks. invited them on stage. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. And she was just like. It's not the fact She tells me this after She's like It's not the fact You brought me to a strip club It's not the fact That you You brought out the girls From the stage To bring them up And it's not the fact That you asked them To dance on the pole She's like It's the fact That you use your towel To wipe the pole <laughs> Before those girls came it's like I had like this vibe that like I had worked in a strip club before. Like yeah. I'm like, come on, come on up, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. You look like you've done this before. And I pull out a towel and I'm just like, we can, we can, I fucking wipe the pole, Good you know, and then just give it that spit shine, you know. Oh and then I let God. these girls dance on it. And she was just, she didn't like my wiping of the pole. She felt that I gave them far too much respect. <laughs> Oh, which shit. is which is okay. Yeah, she's hard on these hoes, man. Yeah, man. Like, she's trying to look out <laughs> for these ladies. You, know what I mean? you think she was hard back then? She's even harder on hoes now, man. You <laughs> see her now. She cuts it down, shuts it down for fucking. Like we'll walk into a restaurant, she'd be like, "Oh hell no, not in this section. No, no, we're gonna go over there." I see that floozy looking at you over here. No, hell no. <laughs> shuts it down. Nope. She's actually nothing like that. You remember? <laughs> They're all lies. All these lies. are all lies. Now you're wondering which one of these two was the lie because he just he just he pulled that Arabji thing where he says one thing and then says no no I'm just kidding bro and you're just like fuck which one of them is the truth and which one of them was a lie. I can say the parties are good. A few times I've experienced the Carl Wolf experience. Meta would bring me on a couple of these uh, twirls and twins and I think one show is like. I had just finished opening for like Master Ace and Ed OG, and then Meta was like, okay, we gotta go afterwards. I'm like, where are we going? He's like, Carwell's got a thing. So, like, two blocks <laughs> over, we go to like whatever club it was that was attached to a hotel at the time. So, Carl, instead of, no, no, let's not walk through the club like a commoner. No, no, no. We're gonna go through the hotel, through the back room, leading us directly to VIP. <laughs> the. At the time, it wasn't even thirst, but the amount of women that were just like handpicked there for a car wolf's in the building, you just wave over, and I'm sure half the girls were just drunk, didn't know who the he man was. Just had this again, yeah, this thing. It was, where cool. it was just like, it like you know, especially with the whole partying and everything, like it, it just it was like it was ridiculous. Like I, I can't even begin to describe like the the nights. And like the, all the shit, like it was like my buddies that would come see me that didn't know what was going on. I would be like, yo, Carl, let's make this special tonight. You know, every night was good. You know, I'd be like, yo, Carl, let's make this special tonight. And he'd be like, I'll talk to my guys. And so, <laughs> and so there would be like, you know, like all those years you used to go out to clubs and party and go places and there'd be only guys and you would 
often ask yourself, where are all the women? Well, <laughs> I found them. They were I discovered where they were after. I remember there was nights where I'd be looking around. And I'd be like, there's literally 20 girls for every guy in here. Like, the ugliest guy is getting some tonight. Yep. The ugliest guy with no game is getting some tonight. It's, it's just night. how it is. It's a numbers game. It was a flat-out mathematics. You would look around. You'd be like, yep, there's 25 <laughs> girls in here. And only fucking the Girlicious night was a particularly good Bro, night to remember. Bro, he toured with Girlicious. Yes, meeting he, them was And, fun. like, some of the biggest tours we did, Akon, again, Akon, we're talking, we did arenas with Akon. Like, we're talking, like, hockey arenas with Akon. Uh, Flo Rida. You know what I mean? Like, we toured with all these guys. I mean... We were in, we were with Michael Jordan in the club in Dubai. Michael fucking Jordan. Michael Jordan. I'm like oh, Michael shit. fucking Jordan, man. You know what I mean? Like when you see Michael Jordan in the club, that's when you're just like, okay, fuck it, let's just retire this right now. It's over. <laughs> it's you done. know what I mean? What was uh, what was what was he up to? You got uh, any he was stories? Any Jordan real, stories? I, I know it's gonna sound like I need to have a major Jordan story, but it's not that major. He was there, just a couple guys on the Lodo still, and but it was just like. He just was just like you see him, right? When you look, yeah, yeah. because again, man, I idolized Michael Jordan. It's he was Jordan, like, Jordan, he was like, Jordan. it's Jordan. Dubai, I mean, who did it who did, in Dubai? You know what I mean? But I'm just like, who didn't idolize Michael? And you look at the guy and you've seen him in so many situations. You're just like, <laughs> oh, like you should be like, oh, that's the guy that I've watched. But you're just like. Holy fuck, you know? Like, you're real. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even take a picture with him. Like, I was just like, I kind of just, like, looked at him. And I was just like, one of those things where I was just like, he's so magic from where he is. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, and then, yeah, obviously Carl goes up to him. Hey, man, what's up, bro? <laughs> they slap hands, you know, take a picture. You know, it's a couple of guys from the entourage take a picture. But he wasn't, like, all into it. You it know what I mean? It. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. It's Michael fucking Jordan. Yeah. I mean, hey, come on. You're standing you know, in my circle too long. That's Michael it. Jordan, that's damn it. it. That's it. So, uh. That's that's kind of how I felt when I saw Jordan, but uh, I mean, you know, it's one of those things. Like, it just that thing went on, and it just went on for so long. It was like, how many years? Did it, like, it was probably six to seven years easily. Yeah. Uh, he dropped uh, Africa in two thousand and five, two thousand six. So pretty much like, you know, we toured off that for five years straight without mm. any hesitation. Like, it was just like. Europe and then we would come back and then we would do Asia and then we would come back and then we would do all the Middle East and we would come back and it New was song. just like Did you and guys then, ever get sick of each other? Did you guys ever have any like little like bro, tour tips? Like, it's it's crazy. Carl Wolf getting grumpy. It's crazy. No, Carl Wolf is always day. in good spirits. Okay. Always. always in good spirit. Always, always high energy. I'm a high energy guy, right? Like I'm high energy. But I got Parts of the day where I kind of turned down a little bit. Like, I kid you not, this one time, we were all up uh, partying after in the club. Go back to hotels. Everybody splits, does their own thing, whatever, whatever. Then we all get together after to go get food. That's That was like the tradition. We all get together to go get food. It's usually very late at that time. And it's usually very tough to find food. But <laughs> but for some reason, Carl used to find a way and we would his guys would find a way we'd get food. But... So, you know, sometimes I'd be up, like, walk into his room. It'd be like, you know, 5 a.m. or whatever. The man's doing push-ups. And you're just like, did he wake up doing push-ups? <laughs> or has could. he not fallen asleep yet? And he's doing push-ups before he goes to bed. You know Is what I mean? sleeping and doing push-ups? I mean, the man never fucking stopped working. I mean, look, he, he is his enterprise. So he works all the time. That's why when I say I respect nobody more than I respect him because I've seen him do what he has to do to do to get to where he is right. and so, to stay where he is and people can scoff at it and say whatever but let me tell you something 
just to get to where he is, you got to fucking outwork everybody. Yeah. So trust me, it's hard work. You right. know, when I see this guy doing it, I'm like, nobody wants it as more than him. Nobody's working longer hours than him. He's never off. He's never off. I'm telling you, the man is working. He's doing his push-ups. You know, he's working, he's sleeping, he's working, he's doing something. He's the man is just like, and he's got a very smart business sense. So he understands, you know, um, there's this one time I was, uh, I was, uh, in his, um, just, just hanging out with him in his hotel room before a show. And he's like shaking his head. I'm like, what's up, Carly? Again, you never see the guy down, right? What's up, Carly? He's like, man, there's haters online. Again, haters online. I mean, it's natural, right? (laughs) Everybody has haters online. And he's like, yeah, there's a guy posting up hate messages in all my videos, all my videos online, every single one of them. He's going to town on me. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man. Like, I, I kind of felt like I'm going to hear his, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. his friend, you know? He's just like, yo, I'm sorry, bro. Skin deep, empty out. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, skin deep, empty out. I fucking skinny deep. No, it was like deep skin. Four skin, four skin. So I was like, yo, I'm sorry, man, you know? And like, as a friend, you know, you're just like, yo, bro, like, don't listen to haters, man. It's all good. You know, I'm giving him the... He's like, no, son, it's bad for business. 